Nerds. I am Bert. And with me as always is Dubs. What up, Dubs? What the fuck is up? Alright, full disclosure, Dubs. We might have to stop halfway through this episode for me to take a shit. I've been like just like going all day, bro. Can't stop it. Must be like I was sick just over gonna from COVID. Say, so you just went to the bathroom before we started the podcast. <laughs> it's real bad. It's it's, it's it's real bad. It's real bad. <laughs> How's the week been other than the shits? Uh, fine. Yeah, back no. out and about, back to work. Yeah, nothing. Well, bruh, like, I went to um, log in for work yesterday. I think it was my first day back. And then I get on and somebody messages me and they're like, hey, you need to log out. We're closed for MLK Day. And I was like, oh. When the fuck was somebody going to tell me that? I could have not gotten up at fucking 8 a.m. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fuck that shit. Nobody to tell bro. my ass. Right? Fuck that shit, bro. But I got a new supervisor today, and he called me and was like, hey, so I'm your, I'm the new supervisor. And I was like, okay. And he was like, I'm just going to let you know right out of the gate. You're not my supervisor. He goes, I'm just going to let you know right out of the gate. I don't give a fuck. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, about anything. And I was like, oh, dope. And he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit about anything. Oh, dope? <laughs> yeah, 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 I was like, this is going to be dope. All right, sweet, man. Thanks yeah. for letting me know. Word, 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 <laughs> facts. Um, facts? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. But um, It's like uh, keeping it on Mythic Quest and Sunny. It's like Lou. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you couldn't, you, you could care less. What does he say? You couldn't care less because you could, if you could care less, it means that you actually do care. It means you care a little bit. What is it that he's he said one thing in that show about a certain phrase? And I was like, there's no way that's actually what the phrase is. And then I looked it up and he was right. Oh, I don't remember what it was, but I know what you're talking about. because I did the exact same thing. Yeah, like. Oh, what is the phrase? I don't. I'll never remember. That's gonna drive me crazy now. I'm gonna have to actually go check later. Yeah. But right. my favorite moment from him is when they're like, they're sending the Dana. They're sending her away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Wait, hold on!" And he like goes in the elevator and he's like, "Better shit her down on two. About yeah. to blow that thing up." <laughs> yeah. That part is great. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I spent oh. like an hour before work today chipping my fucking car out of ice. I actually, we got to try to not make this a two-hour episode because I actually have to go to the grocery store after this in between this and Colorcast. Yeah, because we have a fucking massive snowstorm coming. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah, and like we have like we have some groceries, but we don't have enough. Don't worry. I'm not going to panic by to all the people out there listening. I'm not gonna go buy up all the fucking toilet paper. Storm of the century. Go yeah. get some pickled eggs. I'm not. I'm not panic buying. It's not happening. But I do need to get some things. Well, we have a bunker. Oh my god! And for the good, what is this? <laughs> How did you not know? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part is after whole that whole point. speech, and Charlie just goes, "That was way too dark." <laughs> Oh. Oh, did you listen to this so week's so episode good. of the Sunny Podcast? I was just gonna ask you, did you hear about Dennis's fucking sleep paralysis? Yeah, dude. What the fuck? That was nuts. I love the conversation about religion. 
It was fantastic. It was, it was like great. fascinating to hear their views on religion. And I, I love... like that Go ahead. each week we found out a little bit more about how Mac is just like the biggest frat douchebag bro of all time. Like him and his <laughs> friends just put their fucking dicks on each other's shoulders. <laughs> and... <laughs> I mean, if you went to a Catholic school and it was an all boys school, that's not surprising to me. No, not at all. Um, But my favorite thing is like how like when Dennis will randomly say, yeah, we don't do that in the South. <laughs> i love that shit man it's awesome it's because it's like yeah, i had no i, I had no idea he was from the south dude yeah it doesn't it doesn't seem like it at all yeah and he's from like the, the south. like the south, south yeah like, like a shithole in alabama i'm from the south but like we don't go down there <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah that's uncharted territory uncontacted tribes yeah off the edge of the map you know yeah. here there be monsters gumbo and jambalaya <laughs> crawdad i'm the crawdad man i'm a crawdad <laughs> i'm a crawdad i'm a crawdad <laughs> what the fuck is happening I have can, no we get, can we get the show on the road here <laughs> i gotta do for the week birdie it's about pot Oh, sweet. Keeping it on brand. A South Dakota man is facing a felony drug charge after his mother unknowingly served his marijuana-laced brownies to a group of seniors at a local community center, according to officials. The 46-year-old man is charged with possession of a controlled drug or substance, a felony that carries a maximum sentence of five years in prison and a $10,000 fine upon conviction. Steep penalty for some pot brownies. Um, he declined to comment. Thursday afternoon, recreational marijuana remains illegal in South Dakota after its Supreme Court last year struck down a voter-passed measure to legalize it. Fuck you, South Dakota. What goddamn year are you living in? A report from Bonham C County Deputy Sheriff Joel Newman says dispatchers received several calls on January 4th about possible poisonings. All the calls involved seniors who had earlier been at a Tabor Community Center card game. Uh, investigation into the incident led newman to believe the patients were all under the influence of thc i like i hope that that like went as smoothly as i think it did he's like well how do you feel and they're like i don't know kind of lightheaded actually kind of good and he's like ah oh, they're all high on pot they're all high they're all baked all these right, goddamn right. dirty dopers <laughs> yeah then he took it to the extreme and he's like some goddamn hooligans out here drugging the elderly <laughs> <laughs> then he just starts shooting the elderly oh, you're just as guilty just starts doming them all you're already infected <laughs> <laughs> it's too late for you i'm coming down you've started down a dark road <laughs> it's like the monty python i'm feeling better <laughs> oh no my next round's not till thursday <laughs> um, I feel happy, happy. God be praised. God be praised. <laughs> I love how much uh, mileage we've gotten out of that. Uh, a great amount. Yeah. The THC came from a batch of brownies brought by a woman to the community center. The deputy wrote in a probable cause affidavit, two seniors who ate the brownies identified the woman who brought them. The woman told Sheriff Mark Mags that 
fucking strong ass sheriff name that her son had baked the brownie she brought to the card game according to the affidavit the woman gave mags the remainder of the brownies at her home mags definitely went home and got fucking baked officials said the son admitted bringing some thc butter back from a recent visit to colorado where recreational marijuana is legal a fucking cool state for people 21 and older and using it to make the brownies he was arrested and released on an unsecured bond of three thousand dollars i'm glad he was released we would have had to get another kickstarter going even though we haven't gotten one I read about this. Did you? Yeah, I saw it on Twitter a couple days ago, or maybe it was like over the weekend or something. Oh, speaking of over the week, fuck. Hold on. I didn't turn my fan off. God damn son of a... And this week on Stone Sports, once again, Bertle Macklin battles his fan. He's up and about. He's rambling on, and I think he's finally got it off. Another hold on. He's back. I'm back, huh? This has been Betty vs. the Fan. Yeah, it's another episode. Um, Over the weekend, I started Mr. Robot. Have you watched Mr. Robot? I haven't. Dude, it's kind of dope. You know what was kind of dope? Huh? Uh, my headphones fucked up there, and when you said dude, it only came through on one ear, and then as soon as you started talking on your next point, it came back through through both. It was like, it was like you went to my Some left. active like, panning. Yeah, was, <laughs> my headphones knew what was up. They're keeping me invested in this podcast with some fucking sound effects. I like it. Dude, yeah. Watch Mr. Robot, man. It's pretty fucking sweet. It's, look, to me, it was like, alright, so when I started, I was like, great intro. First scene of the first episode is fantastic. But then I was kind of lukewarm. But then all of a sudden I was like, I've watched six episodes of this fucking show. And then it like immediately took off. Like pretty much as soon as I had that realization, like shit got really real. So like, yeah, highly recommend Mr. Robot. It's pretty fucking cool. Bet. I'll have to, I'll have to, to look into it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. So let's, let's get to some spurts. Oh my God. Spurts. <laughs> it's the spurts part of the show. Spurts. Stone spurts. Spurts. Back at the spurts. <laughs> Doing some spurts stuff. Having spurts talk. All right. So All right. Are we talking some football? Yeah. <laughs> what happened, man? Uh, we'll do the Raiders Bengals first. 26 19. Bengals got the win. Let's hype it up. Good stuff for the Bengals. Their first playoff win in over 30 years snaps for cincinnati good stuff there uh the referee crew i sent you a video earlier birdie of a touchdown by the Bengals. oh yes yes i wasn't able to look at any of this because work was knocking futs today just an absolute nightmare <laughs> dude it was a, a knocking fight man dude it was fucking awful dude just like literally every 20 minutes of my call listen to this shit too i'm watching the video oh damn so did you, the whistle goes off before the touchdown. Oh, no. Why? Because they thought Burrow stepped out of bounds, but when they reviewed it back, he didn't. So what do you do? So I have the rule. No, I don't. I lost it. But Hold anyway, on, I'm still I, watching the video. Let me. I want to see this dumbass's face. But, um, yeah, so it worked today. This guy calls, and he's like, hey, can you help me fix this? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. It's going to take me 20 minutes. And he's just like, well, that's unacceptable. It's like, bruh, like, you can, like, fuck right off to hell. He's clearly, what the fuck? Who, what? 
Is he blind? <laughs> so they are no longer refing games for the rest of the playoffs. But I have the answer to your question from before. This is what you're supposed to do. Rule 7, Section 2. When an official sounds his whistle erroneously, word of the day, while the ball is still in play, the ball becomes dead immediately. Continued. If the ball is a loose ball resulting from a legal forward pass, a free kick, a fair catch kick, or a scrimmage kick, the ball is returned to the previous spot and the down is replayed. So, because the whistle went off before the touchdown... It's non-reviewable? No, they, sh- they should have brought it back to the line and redid the play, which would have brought back the touchdown. Oh, but they didn't do that? They just counted the touchdown? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. This so shit Raiders just got really real. Raiders fans were livid. Rightfully as so. You, as you should be. Rightfully and so. And then they ended up losing by a touchdown. Right. However, and it's a close game at that down, point, too. Yeah, it is, and if you, and it was a third down, so if you don't get that play, yeah. you're going to have to kick a field goal. Like It's a totally different game. The only saving grace in that is that when the Raiders had a chance to come down and win the game at the end, like uh-huh. it came down to the last play, right? Uh, Derek Carr threw it into double coverage a yard shorter of the end zone when he had a guy wide open in the end zone. Ah, uh, okay, so it's kind of like, well, then shut the fuck up. Right, right. But good thing for Raiders fans, they shouldn't have even been in this game to begin with. Uh, the game <laughs> shouldn't have come down to the last play. It did. It's a perfect metaphor for the Raiders of the season. Mr. Richie Sachs, Rich Bisaccia, he definitely needs to get a contract extension because he brought them to the playoffs after all of the shit that went on. Oh, and yeah. Saw, I've like almost like uh, completely blacked out the whole Raiders saga. Gruden, Henry Ruggs. David yeah. Arnett waving a gun around on IG Live. Nate Hobbs a couple weeks ago passed out with the DUI. Right. Yeah. It's been um, it's been a journey for them. A wild ride. Yeah. Did you a, hear my cat a mythic just quest? I did. It was terrifying sounding. It sounded because it like came from like a distance through your microphone. It sounded like in a horror movie. You know yeah. when like there's I mean, like a the ghost cat. Out of me before I realized what it was. <laughs> I like took my. I was like, was that? What was that? And I took my headset off and I was like, oh, it's the cat. I love, just, I love started. how your paranoid brain will go from like zero to like three hundred miles an hour. Yeah, in like point yeah, like, two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what am I gonna smash? Here like your brain is faster to panic than like any Ferrari on planet Earth. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. It might save my life one day, though. It fucking might, man. It's not the wrong way to live, that's for sure. Because you still go outside and shit. Yeah, exactly. You're not one of those I still, weirdos. I still put myself in situations where I need to be paranoid. <laughs> and that's all that matters, bro. Oh, that's all that matters. I cannot stop watching this video because it's so fucking hilarious. The crew is so dumb, dude. But yeah, they got banned for the rest of the playoffs. They're not going to be calling any more games. Uh, like I said, Richie Sachs needs to come in and be the coach again after all of this shit. Um, Joe Burrow saved the city of Cincinnati. They hadn't won a playoff game in over 30 years. Now Burrow gets there. Two seasons later, I mean, he was hurt for fucking half of it, too. Hold on, though. Shouldn't it just be... I'm sorry I keep cutting you off here. But shouldn't it just be that one, like, ref on the sidelines that gets banned? I mean, the other two cats, like, I don't feel like it's their fault. Like, there's one dude in the fucking end zone. There's one ref in the end zone. He didn't have shit to do with it. Is it the white hat? 
No, the white hat. Uh, oh, sorry. Touchdown! Let's see. Fast forwarding. Nope, it's a black hat. Mm. Well, either way, it's Jerome Boger's crew, and they're they've. It's not the first time they fucked shit up. Mm. Shit is they're tough, pretty notorious. Bro. Notorious. <laughs> but I. Uh, referees are difficult. In any sport. A this week on light them up about what sport has the worst refs. It's gonna get heated. Mm. See that but. to me. Hmm. That's going to come down to one thing, really, and that's kind of the rules of that sport. Because in some sports like hockey, you know, you, you have a lot of plays that are not reviewable, mm-hmm. which I feel like just makes the ref look worse. But it's not really their fault because, you know, human beings make mistakes, right? But I don't know. I'm defending that it's baseball because, I mean, there's so much, like, margin for error to begin with. Like, they're... There's more that they have to do. Like, they call literally every single play, whereas refs in other sports don't get involved until there's an actual penalty. Right, right. So, or, like, there's or already like a score. naturally. Right. Right. And because they're so heavily involved, there's already naturally going to be more chances for error. And because they're involved that heavily, it's going to unfect. Well, plus, the there's more. some gray area in like home plate umpire, like calling yeah, exactly. strikes and like, balls. The Amica like, pitch tracker. Right. And it's like, like the strike is fucking three three feet off the plate yeah (laughs) yeah it's uh yeah i think you're probably right i think you're probably right it should it should be an easy one i look forward to that debate me too um but like i said joe burrow saved the city of cincinnati first playoff game in over 30 years fucking just yeah he's the best man he saved that fucking team saved that franchise and this is i'm gonna bring this into the patriots game and explain why we're okay Okay, please. I'm because like the Cincinnati Bengals, we have a franchise quarterback. If you have a franchise quarterback, I mean, it turned the Cincinnati Bengals around. We're coming off the heels of 20 years of dominance, Birdie. 20 years of being the absolute fucking best. <laughs> I mean, it's it, we're in just as good a spot as we possibly can be. We have a long-term solution at the most important spot on the field. And if it got the Cincinnati Bengals there, it's for sure going to get the Patriots there. We just got to yeah. buff up the things around him. Right. Which is, but that's one. the big question, dude. We need our dude. defense not to allow literally a perfect game. The, the fucking Bills had seven drives and seven touchdowns. Yeah, that's not good. They didn't kick a field goal. They didn't punt. They didn't get sacked. They didn't fumble. They didn't throw a pick. They didn't do anything but score touchdowns. Yeah, that's 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 really not good but see like that's you know the I big did? question to me like are they actually going to build up the rest of the team they need to and i mean bill i trust bill belichick i i assume he knows what needs to be done there's contracts that we made last season that look bad right now like nelson aguilar looks fucking horrible he cost us an interception and a touchdown johnny yeah. smith yeah. that contract looks bad so like there's there's definitely mistakes there, but a lot of but, the signings worked out. A lot of the rookies worked out, like Mac, like Barmore, and like Barmore, I fucking watched the entire game, and I stayed on the TV to watch the Bills celebrate after, and I just sat there, 
fucking in pain. It oh yeah, horrible. I mean that's everyone. Anytime their team loses, that's why. Like if if I'm if if my team's playing my a friend of mine's team and we win, I just don't say anything for for like a good like day or so. Cause like you gotta let them sit with that pain, dude. Like yeah. it's really hard tweeting to me swallow. during the game. Like oh sorry man, like this is a guy's like I'm not answering anybody till tomorrow. Yeah, see that's different up- though. Like an apology <laughs> is different. But like if like a homie texts you and it's like haha, it's like Fuck dude, you. I will fucking rip your soul out of your body. Like right. my hatred is a vacuum as powerful as a black hole right now. Like come at me, bro. <laughs> you know, but like. I mean, as far as those contracts you were talking about, like, just playing devil's advocate here. Yes. Sometimes, you know, because that is one thing I like to pay a lot of attention to with my teams. And sometimes you really don't have another option, right? Because the choice is, okay, we let this guy walk, right? Who are we going to get to? If there's nobody to replace them that is of more value, you know, because I'm not really into, like, going out and getting an, a one-for-one trade. I don't like it. I think it's stupid. You yeah, know, because you're upsetting a system that you already know works to some degree for something that's an unknown at that point. Mm-hmm. And so it's like sometimes you just you don't have the option but to sign the contract. Now, I don't know those specific situations, but I'm just right, saying. Well, I'll, I'll tell you how to get rid of those two situations. Right. Trade. John Smith's going to be more difficult, but we're more set. Like, we have Hunter Henry at tight end. He's great. Right. So, like, we have somebody there. The problem is getting rid of Smith. And I think they won't. They'll probably just hang on to him. Wide receiver, Nelson Aguilar, that's the only real issue there right now. And Nikhil Harry. But if you get rid of him for a pick, then go sign somebody like Allen Robinson, who's going to be, like, his contract he was going to get has been hurt by just like not playing the season basically right i mean he was on the field for most of it and they just like weren't involving him in the offense he's still got something left i think he'd be great with the patriots and i don't think you have to pay him a lot to get him in here um another option is the draft i really think we need to spend a first round pick on a receiver the last time we did it was the kill harry that didn't work out we still need a fucking receiver four years later so let's yeah i mean if you one. if you got quarterback lined up i, I think like that should be yeah the and that's the thing you're addressing, you know, if you can't get rid of those bad contracts, they're going to expire before you need to pay Mac. Right. Right. And, and it's also like, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm wrong here, but I do feel like the salary cap in the NFL seems like less of a handicap than in, you know, uh, other cap sports. Like, it seems like you can kind of, it restructure contracts is, and shit you know what i mean the when you get fucked is when you're a team like the cowboys or the chiefs right when you have like the chiefs have fucking half of their money in the homes the cowboys have like right the highest paying contracts at, like, i mean five dude positions. we were like the, we were playing things like that right right when we were playing nhl when when they signed that contract or maybe it was overwatch but i said to you i was like this is gonna bite him in the ass like the yeah. Mahomes contract, I was like, yeah. not now, but eventually, this is gonna be a fucking problem. Yeah, like five years from now, it's they're not gonna be able to build around him. Right, exactly. And then like nobody's gonna want to take the contract on. Right. Yeah. You know, they're basically problem. banking on that they they're gonna keep drafting like studs year in and year out. Yeah, which I guess is a strategy you can 
employ. I just I don't know if you I. Just, I you have to. It has to fucking work. Yeah, exactly. You have to hit on all of your. All I'm picks. saying is like, if I was a Chiefs fan, sure, I get it. You've got Mahomes right now. You're living the high life, but I right. would be concerned about the future. I'd be nervous. I'd be nervous. But the good part is you can probably win like two or three Super Bowls before then. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I guess that's probably what you're consoling yourself with if you're a Chiefs fan. Yeah. You're like, fuck it. Fuck it. Give me him. Go all in. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Uh, But other things in this Pats Bills game, like the score, 47 to 17. Dildo on the field. And whenever you go to the uh, Ralph Wilson Stadium, yeah, I saw that. Park, you're uh, liable to see a dildo on the field. Yeah, I saw. Which, that. where do they keep them? How do they get them in? Do they just stick them up their ass and throw them on the field? Are they used? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! It could be, it could be a lady doing it too. You know, let's. It could be a lady sticking it up her ass too. That's true. It could be a lady sticking it up her ass. Doesn't discriminate. Everybody, everybody's got a butt. Everyone's that got way a butt. Well, everybody. well, that's not strictly true. Some people don't have sticking up your ass was the most they, inclusive thing. And I they could have say. to have like weird systems to poop and stuff. Some people don't have buttholes. Asperger's. God damn it. <laughs> I walked right into that one. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so here we go. Last stat here for the Patriots. Yeah. Josh Allen, more touchdowns than incompletions. Tough stuff. In the Brady era, the Bills beat us three times. They've beaten us four times since he's left. Everybody's overreacting like the Bills own us now. That's not true. They had a perfect game. Think of it as being bullied by the big brother for 20 years, and they finally got one over on us. They're, like, they're the same size as us now. We pushed them. They punched us. You know, it, It's bound to happen a time or two. They, fi- they finally got one over on us. Now they're going to bring this game up for the next five years. They were absolutely perfect. Anybody would have lost this game, and we're set up for just as much success as they are in the future. Mac, 12 more touchdowns and one more interception than Josh Allen's rookie year. And who are we all talking about right now? Josh Allen. Right. I rest my case. We're going to be just fine. Yeah, you'll be just fine. I agree. Eagles, Bucks. Jalen Hurts ain't the fucking answer. I tell you what, Birdie. Uh, you the what. Eagles have three first-round picks, and you can't even spend one on a quarterback because you're paying Jalen Hurts like a million dollars next year. You have to run it back with him. Three first-round picks. Go get some defense. Maybe an offensive lineman, wide receiver, something. I don't fucking know. You need a. You just need a lot. Uh, Hertz looked completely scared. He's running out of clean pockets to throw into double coverage. He, it was a disgusting game. The Bucks defense tore him apart. Todd Bowles was out there playing with him, who should be getting head coaching looks, by the way. Todd Bowles had a bad run with the Jets. I think he's ready for another head coaching look. Bucks are good still. Got some guys back on defense, but their secondary is going to be their downfall. Jalen Hurts just isn't good enough to take advantage of it. Like There are plays at the end of the game because – Garbage time is Jalen Hurts time. But there are some plays at the end where he was like overthrowing wide open receivers or just like missing wide open receivers in the secondary. It's like like the Bucks can be had. They're still pretty beat up in the secondary. There's definitely ways to beat them. Their offensive line did not look good. The Eagles were getting pressure with like washed up pass rushers like Ryan Kerrigan's bum ass. Like I, he was good once upon a time, like twenty eleven. It's not fucking good anymore. He's getting to Tom, he's, he's getting to Tom Brady's ass. So what's gonna happen when they play the 
the Rams or the fucking Niners. Like it's it's tough stuff out there. It's Offensive a, it's line's a hard fucking world worse, out there. Worse for where? It's a hard world. Hard world. And these are cool Brady might get hard. Hard team. Let me tell you about some hard teams. All right, Cowboys Niners, twenty three seventeen. Dak, Dakota Prescott ran a QB draw. I mean, he didn't call the play, but he ran it at the end of the game. Birdie, did you see this? No. Oh my God, ran a QB draw with about twenty seconds to go. They're coming down to lead this game winning drive. They're down six points. Touchdown wins it. Oh no. No timeouts left. He slides. They go to set up the offense real quick to go and get one more playoff, spike it, whatever they're going to do. They set up the ball two yards in front of where there's where the actual like ball was supposed to be placed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ref has to touch the ball before you snap it. And again, he's trying to move them back because the Cowboys lined up two yards in front. Made contact with Dak. They didn't get a snap off. End of game. No, oh, no. Cowboys fans are like, you fucking tackled Dak. I can't get this snap on me, me, me. You guys shouldn't have won that game to begin with. You shouldn't have been doing that fucking game-winning drive. This is similar to the Raiders. Not like season-wise, but just this game-wise. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you fucking like, handed this to the Niners and then got mad that you tried to get extra yards and not follow the rules at the end of the game, and then they tried to do it the right way, and you get mad that you like, – they, Cowboys fans are the fucking worst. If you didn't call a QB draw and slide like 10 yards further up than you fucking needed to, uh, you're not in that situation. Like, why are you running QB draws when you have no timeouts? That's on the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy should be fired. Kellen Moore is not this great fucking offensive guru if that's what he's drawing up. Yeah, that's true. That's I, true. I, it, they drive me crazy. I like they're not in my division. They're not even in my fucking conference, and the Cowboys drive me up a goddamn wall. Yeah, I mean, I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> it's just the the fan, like in like yeah. this isn't even a knock on anybody on Colorcast or anything because all the Cowboys fans on there were actually like same Cowboy fans. They're like, oh yeah, we did not, we fucked that one up pretty good, huh? Right. But the. All the Twitter people, all the media people, even Skip Bayless's dumbass. It's like, you're so insufferable. And they call us bad. Skip has always been insufferable, though. Uh, But I've gone through four games here, Birdie. Mm -hmm. Our record from our picks last week. Mm -hmm. Three and one. That's not bad. The only one we lost was the Pats. That's above 500. That's above 500. Two more to go. I'll take it. Uh, Chiefs Steelers 42 21. We pick the Chiefs, make that fucking four and one birdie. Big nice. Ben's final game. It's, I've been doing this for weeks now, and they just keep getting an extra game. <laughs> <laughs> Steelers keep finding a way to extend the season, but oh my god, they looked like shit. Pittsburgh's defense looked great at first. They forced an interception. TJ Watt scored the first touchdown of the game on a strip sack. They like I said, they got that interception, good field position, chance for the Steelers to get up fucking fourteen nothing, even ten nothing. No, three and out. That's what they did all goddamn game. Ben Roethlisberger and the boys just went three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. 
Got a couple touchdowns out of it, but far too late. The Chiefs were just throwing shovel passes, throwing alignment. Kelsey's throwing fucking touchdowns out there. Like they were just doing chief shit. And when they're doing chief shit, that means the game's over. Yeah. Tis. Tis inevitable. Salute Ben Roethlisberger. Glad I don't have to watch you on a football field anymore. I mean, you should have retired three years ago. I'm actually a big Ben fan. Even being a Patriots guy and like a fuck the Steelers. Big Ben's also kind of just a piece of shit. But I just love watching him play football. Until he became a corpse and can't throw the ball more than five yards anymore. But that brings me to the Steelers offense. Matt Canada calling the plays up there. OC. Not it. Not fucking it. He was really bad. Can't draw up a play to save his life. Everything took about five seconds to get going. I don't know if that's on Ben, but something's wrong there. You fucking look to your left. They're like set in motion that way. Try it takes ten years to set up blocks. They're just running like little five yard in routes. The receivers run out and they come back to the ball or the drag route out. Route. Like it's the same five yard plays every time. Whenever Ben Roethlisberger called the audibles, they were looking deep and it was open. However, Ben was a corpse and couldn't throw the ball more than five yards and couldn't get it to him. Right. Doesn't mean that that's I mean, their offense could still do something. And uh, Steelers fan on color cash. Shout out James Fleming has been saying that. Ben should be the OC after he retires. Ooh, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. And it's been like once he brought that up to me the last like it was like five weeks ago now. I've pretty much watched every Steelers game since then, and he's totally right. Every time Ben Roethlisberger audibles, like something is open, he just can't physically do it anymore. Right. Like the guy sees the game well. Right. So yeah. I I don't know. I think there's something there. Yeah, no, I I, 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 like I don't hate it either. I kind of like it. And like him and Tom, the only thing is him and Tomlin are gonna bicker so much. Yeah, like now that there isn't like an actual authority <laughs> between them, he's gonna be like, oh, "I'm a fucking OC." Yeah, <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> and that would make for just like drama in the fucking headlines, which would make for a good laugh. And uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right, last game here, Cardinals-Rams. Rams 34, Cardinals 11. Birdie, five for fucking six. Can we get some snaps? Great picks here on Stone Sports for the playoffs. Hopefully we can repeat it here for the next round. Uh, like I said, 34-11, nothing at halftime. I mean, this was a beatdown. Kyler looked scared all game. He threw some of the worst picks I've seen all season. Um this is what the Rams can do when they fire on all cylinders. They were just laying the smack down. Defense was getting pressure. Like I said, Kyler looked scared. Even when they didn't have pressure, he was like acting in the pocket like there was pressure. Like it was he looked like a high school quarterback in an NFL game. It it was it did not look like Kyler Murray. I was calling for Colt McCoy Pew Pew to come in at halftime just to like end the embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah, pew pew. I'm always here for a little Colt McCoy pew pew action. Yeah, we're we're huge stands. Huge stands. Uh, like I said, this is what the Rams can do. I think they got all of the cobwebs out, shook off whatever fucking was ailing them the last couple weeks of the season. They looked phenomenal. 
granted there's something in playing a team for a third time like bills patriots rams cardinals there's there's something to that yeah there's, I don't know what it is, but there's sure. it, those games like they're never close. One team always figures something out like on the other one, and that's just a smackdown. And that's what it was for the Cardinals. Tough stuff. Uh, first round bye was Titans Packers. Buda Baker carted off with the injury for the Cardinals. Uh, I got an update before we got on. He is doing better. Gonna make Good. full recovery. That's head his, injuries. That's his great. Always scary. Yeah, uh, did are. you see? I forgot to mention during the Cowboys. Did you see Troy Bakedman? I okay. So I didn't see it, but I saw everyone else's tweets about it, which <laughs> was, was like had to be equally as entertaining. So he comes on at the start of the game, and he's like eyes glossy, like just looks kind of checked out, and then he like is the first line he has. He's like, yeah, some of us would rather be calling the Niners Cowboys, but, you know, Joe Buck just kind of, like, chuckled it off. Like, yeah. Okay, Troy, let's get to the dude, next Dude, he's topic so here. bad, dude. <laughs> like, he's so bad at that job, dude. So bad. I mean, exhibit A, case in point, he starts to come, and then he pulls out. You know, and it's like, I mean, don't get me wrong, that is one of the most hilarious videos in the world. He starts to come, then he pulls out. But, I mean, like, that's your job, dude. Like, come on. Your job is to talk. Yeah, and, like, you can't even do that without sounding like a fucking moron. That's not good. But, yeah, he fucking comes out glossy-eyed, whatever. Then, like, between halftime, like, when they go to him at halftime, mm -hmm. he looked fucking wrecked it was like he had taken an edible at the start and like it was kicking in at the start of the game he was like oh i'm a little high i'm chilling and then it hit him at halftime he was right. obliterated just right. stupid fucking high I mean, his eyes were so red so red he's like slouched in his chair a little bit and then the end of the game he like couldn't even get words out he's blinking super slow like he was on the come down and just needed a nap oh no but it was, it was like three stages of hell. <laughs> yeah, that Troy, Troy, Troy Aikman had a bad edible experience during that game on Sunday. But oh my God, was I here for it? It was fucking hilarious. That he, is he just funny. he all he wanted to do was call Cowboys Niners. I mean, Troy Aikman, come on, at the come on this Eagles podcast, game. come on the podcast, yeah, right? and fucking talk about pot with us. We'll love, yeah, we'd love to talk dope with you. I would love to talk dope with Troy Bakedman. Yeah, right. It'd be awesome. Chop it I up. I feel like somebody. I feel like somebody needs to make Bark a strain of weed now called Troy Bakedman. Troy Bakedman. <laughs> it's a good strain name. Yeah, pitch it to your boss. I'm gonna have to. I'm be like, if we ever create one, how about this? I got Cowboys fans hooked. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Next week's playoffs, Birdie. Bengals, uh, Titans. Titans. Me too. Derrick Henry's going to run all over him. Yeah, it's done. Bengals run has been nice. It was cute. They have a great future. Maybe the brightest in the NFL right now. But peace out. It, it's going to end here. Boy Scout. Niners, Packers in Green Bay. Ooh, Packers. I think I'm going Packers. <sighs> See, if the Packers win this game, I think they're winning it all. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just that, that weather. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's always, like, I don't know. It's a chaos The thing factor, that gets man. me is that the Niners went up there two years ago and ran for, like, 170 yards before contact. Right. Or whatever the fuck. I mean, that's not the right number, but it was 150-plus yards before contact. Right. So, I mean, sure. I don't know. I just have a feeling about the Packers. Like, I got my gut feeling of saying Packers, so I'm going Packers. I like it. I like it. Like I said, I think if they win this game, they'll get it. I'll side with you. We'll, we'll, we'll roll Titans Packers. Okay. Bucks Rams. Oh. I got the Rams. I think. I mean, I hate to go against Papa Brady. Yeah, I mean, that's one you, I feel like could go either way. It's what Bucks defense shows up. The thing, like I said, with right. Um, the Eagles game, like the Eagles were kind of exposing their offensive line and their secondary and the Rams like thrive at both of those things. Right. But you know, then there's the whole, like you have Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's you a know, whole factor in itself. Right. Like, anytime I'm like thinking about going against Tom Brady, that's when you're like, this is a lock for Tom Brady. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like when his back's up against the wall, you know, <laughs> exactly. Like he'll fucking pull it off, dude. I mean, there's I the comeback, you know, the day and it was, they're like, oh, I think I'm leaning bucks. And I was like, ah. but I mean, I think I'm leaning Rams. And it's like me too. But I think that means we should go. Buccaneers. Yeah. I mean, like there's the comeback game like that. Always like 28 I mean, to three, baby. The best game of my life. Yeah. I mean, that like literally is like proof that you can't count that dude out. No matter what. Yeah. So, what do you think, Brady? Rams, Bucks. I'm going to leave this decision to you. Uh, fuck. It's like that meme of the guy sweating and he's got the two buttons. You know <laughs> the can't peel sketch where she's checking his computer. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Rams. Titans pack Rams last one Bills Chiefs Bills Chiefs we know these teams played earlier in the season Chiefs beat the Bills mm. Bills gonna be looking for revenge they're in Arrowhead I think the Chiefs win this game yeah I I agree it's hard I think for the Chiefs are coming out of the AFC yeah it's hard for me to go against them yeah yeah Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. All right, let's wrap up with a little bit of other NFL news. Just some quick stuff here. Okay. Uh, Mike Mayock out as GM of the Raiders after four seasons. Uh, this was expected. Former draft expert, can't draft for shit. Uh, he's also part of the Gruden regime. So this one was pretty much expected. Just getting rid of the last bit of Gruden. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. What else is there to say? Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they requested a second interview with Matt Eberflus, the Colts DC, which that, that is a name that is ripe for nicknames. Yeah, it really is Eberflus. Eberflus, dude. That dude I want got him to get bullied. hired. That dude got <laughs> bullied. Like, I can't even think of a joke that you could bully his name with, but I'd just be like, anytime he said something to me, I'd just be like, shut the fuck up. Your name's Eberflus, you Eberflus. <laughs> Like, get fucked. <laughs> I was thinking, like, uh, that movie flushed away, like, a, a meme of, like, the cult, the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
when they inevitably fire him, like floosed away, and it's just the Jags flushing the mouse. Yes, yes, down the yes. That's pretty good. That was what came to my mind first. And I mean, if but, they do well, you could say they're floosing. Yeah, they're floosing on hose. It also just sounds like some sort of my- mythical being, just the Eberflus. Yes, the Eberflus has the come Eberflus. to kill us all. <laughs> God be praised. He's like a mix between a unicorn and a walrus. <laughs> a uterus. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's terrible. Dan Quinn is also terrible. He's expected to get multiple head coaching interviews. Bad choice. We know how that went last time. He lost 28-3 in the Super Bowl. Got ousted from the Falcons. It went horribly. Uh, We all know the real reason the Falcons were in the Super Bowl that year is Kyle Shanahan. Both of them fucked that one up, but Dan Quinn is a clown. He should stay in Dallas. That's the best chance he has of getting hired because, as we discussed earlier in this program, Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore, the two people ahead of him, are also clowns. I don't uh I don't stand behind any coach whose last name is Quinn. Mm. I don't. Little Rangers uh, what's what's the word? PTSD. Yes, thank you. Yeah, post traumatic down syndrome. Oh she ain't got down syndrome. <laughs> I'm high. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. <laughs> I still watch that video, man. Because it's not even the down syndrome part that's funny. It's the fact that he admits on international television <laughs> that he's high. He just goes, I'm high. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. (laughs) (laughs) What a moron. Oh, my God. Speaking of being high, Browns D-tackle Malik McDowell arrested in Florida on charges of assaulting an officer and resisting arrest and also public exposure. Oh, okay. See, when you said assaulting an officer or resisting arrest, I was like, hold on. This could be another one of those stories where cops are just being fucking cops. But then you said indecent exposure, and it's like, well, if you're pulling your dick out, (laughs) probably doing some weird shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was (sighs) in Florida. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, we've all gone to Florida and accidentally smoked bath salts, and the next thing you know, you're fucking pulling your dick out. We've all been (laughs) there. Next thing you know, you got a resisting arrest charge. You got a picture of a cop with your dick on on his shoulder. Yeah, we've all been there, man. It's, you know, it's all good. Jag special teamer Laurenti McRae arrested and charged with fleeing police after a high-speed pursuit in Florida. All right, you know what? This brings up an interesting question, though, bro, because... Like, what constitutes a high-speed pursuit? Because I remember one time I saw an article that was like, high-speed pursuit on 64. And I looked I it up, the and they were going thing. like 55. I thought the same thing, and I was literally, I have it written in my notes. I was going to ask you, what is a high-speed <laughs> pursuit? That's awesome. We're on the same page. I said, what is a high-speed pursuit? What is a football move? They're in my notes back-to-back. Yeah, exactly. High-speed pursuit is the football move of traffic. <laughs> like what the fuck is it because i'm sorry but 55 miles an hour is not high speeds you're only driving like, like 15 a, miles faster bronco than a fucking a, hockey player moves like the white bronco is a high speed chase it's going like 50. Well, I, I think that was just a pursuit that's what but my they call point. it a high speed chase right well you know they gotta sell fucking news somehow right right i mean what else are they gonna report on like you know billy the skateboarding dog 
Scranton Strangler. R- yeah, right. Well, we all know that that was Toby. <laughs> True. Have you ever Man, read that theory? I have. It's so fucking like airtight, dude. It's like a dolphin's butthole, just like, like water fucking tight. Vacuum sealed. Yeah, like that shit. Everyone knows dolphins' buttholes are vacuum sealed. Yeah, fucking lock it up, dude. Toby's a Scranton Strangler for sure. For sure. For sure. All right, we're gonna move to some basketball. Yes, sir. You know it. Um, I got five things. Two of them kind of go together. Returns. CJ McCollum returns from a collapsed lung for 16 oh, yeah, points. I remember that. 28 minutes on seven for 13 shooting, two for four from three. Uh, just want to mention Patrice Bergeron played in the Stanley Cup finals with a collapsed lung, so fuck you. <laughs> Bam Adebayo returns from thumb surgery after missing six weeks away from the NBA. Uh, I will refer you to my last statement. Patrice Bergeron played in the Stanley Cup finals with a collapsed lung. Fuck you. <laughs> Six weeks for thumb surgery. Look, hold on. This is something we've like pretty much everyone I know, except for the people who are like primary, their primary sport is basketball. We've all been saying this about basketball forever. They are out forever. Over injuries that people in other sports literally play through. Baseball players play through some of the shit that keeps them out for I mean, shit, David Wright fucking had a fucking, you know, massive injury, and he played forever with it. Right. You know, like, I I mean, mean, like, I can't name the amount of hockey players I've seen that, like, played in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and then it comes out they had a broken foot. (laughs) That Kyra guy died a month ago and came back two weeks later. Right. (laughs) Fucking Brad Marchand last fucking week broke broke his his nose, won the game, basically. (laughs) LeBron James tweaks his knee and has to get carried off the court by four motherfuckers. You know, and it's like, look, you tweaked your knee, fine. I'm not going to hate. I've fucked my knee up. I know it sucks. But you could hobble off the court with two people supporting. You really got to get carried by four motherfuckers. I don't know. Shit, I don't know. Just It's it's obnoxious to me, bro. Like, I don't know. It's just like, man. Telling somebody to hobble just sounds so disrespectful. <laughs> hobble, bitch. I, I am next time somebody like pisses me off, I'm gonna look at him and be like, hobble the fuck away from me, bitch. <laughs> so he's like, Oh, what can, what can I do for you? I'll be like, hobble. You can hobble on, bitch. <laughs> next time I'm sick, Selena's be like, What do you need? I'm gonna be like, hobble. Yeah, bitch, you better <laughs> hobble away from me right now, goddammit. Get to hobbling. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. Um, and let's get to the back end of that. Injuries. So many NBA stars hurt. Miles Turner, injured foot, expected to be out for more than a month, which would go past the trade deadline. He is one of the top names on the trading block currently. See what happens there. Uh, Steph Curry hurt his right hand, says he'll be fine, so nothing to worry about there. No structural damage in Zach Levine's injured knee, which he sustained against the Warriors last weekend. Kevin Durant sprained his MCL and is expected to be out four to six weeks. Nets ticket sales just took a plummet. I tell you what, good thing they brought Kyrie back. Draymond Green expected to be out another two weeks with his uh, ankle injury. Look, all right. This is the one thing I will say about basketball, though. I have seen in person people have some brutal 
ankle injuries. Nasty. Because it's that like whole going up and then coming down on somebody else's foot game. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like that shit's gross. Like I'll I'll, I'll, I'll admit that. I'll admit that shit's gross. But you know, barring that, I'm like hobble, bitch. There's been times where I've rolled my ankle so bad I thought I fucking broke it. Oh yeah, I've been in the presence of people, um, actually playing football, not basketball, where they've rolled their ankle so bad I heard the pop. Oh yeah, you know I did that at my and I'm like, court. damn. My buddy has like a half court in his backyard, but it's like, it's elevated just a little bit. Like it's there's like a right, uh, like a like little a like a little drop dip. off if that. Probably like three, <laughs> but um, I fucking was running for a loose ball there one day, and I went over the edge, and I fucking rolled my ankle, and it popped so fucking loud. They tried to get me to go to the hospital. I was like, I think I'm fine. Like I can move it. It's just. It popped real fucking loud and I can't walk. <laughs> yeah, that's that's horrendous, bro. Ankle injuries suck like a motherfucker. Yeah, I, I, I've actually like, never had those. a severe ankle injury. I haven't had like any severe injury, really. Like the, I've only ever broken one bone. It's my well, pinky. I broke my left wrist. I've broken several fingers, several toes. Have I told you I broke my pinky? Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, this is the dumbest fucking way. I've had a couple boxing fractures. I've had, I've got a back left uh, tooth that's completely false. My front right tooth is completely false. I've had some, some nasty shit in my time, baby. But that's what happens when you get involved with drugs. You got to scrap. <laughs> and even when I've Otherwise, got, I'm missing I don't a eat. tooth and I'm bleeding, I look at him when the fight's over and I say, hobble home, bitch. Hobble gets to hobble <laughs> hips and nips otherwise i don't eat otherwise i don't eat you gotta make it sexy oh, fuck. i just sent you a meme that's god tier god tier memes for the win yeah it's god good lord kramer what is going on in there it comes out for which <laughs> oh shit what up remember that meme from like back in the day <laughs> i fucking don't you don't remember here I come that know. boy oh shit no. what up what no. the fuck, bro? I don't know what's going on in that meme. Oh, man. No, I feel bad for you because you missed an entire, like, hilarious wave of memes. People Apparently. out there listening will know, here come that boy. Oh, I'm shit. Sure they what will. up? I fucking don't. Oh, shit. What up? I have to catch up on my meme game. Uh, after winning nine out of 11 games, Embiid says Sixers have, quote, all that they need to win a title this season, end quote. Definitely a dig at Ben Simmons. <laughs> Definitely a dig at Ben Simmons. Can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Cavs hire Jose Calderon as a special advisor in the front office. I only put this in here for this one fun fact. It is our ESPN 50% shooting on a full moon when the gym is 70 degrees <laughs> stat of a week. Um, Jose Calderon was the second person I ever fantasy drafted in an NBA 2K game. Oh, really? He, correct. <laughs> Fun fact of the day, Brady. <laughs> Celtics have won seven of their last ten, which means they're going to do just enough to get me invested again to break my heart for the millionth season in a row. 
Uh, like I said, still need a point guard. I know we're not going to do anything this season, but again, they're going to get like the fifth seed, the sixth seed, fuck around and win the first round. I don't know. And then again, they're going to get me invested just to break my heart. This is what they do. Anytime I'm like, nah, we're not doing shit this year. They pull me back in. Yeah. And they pull me back in. I feel like it's like we're kind of in the, the same boat as far as like every team but the Patriots. And then there's like the Rangers do it all the time. It's, you know, the past couple of years, not so much, but like before that, for like 10 years, it would be like second round exit, third round exit, get to the cup, not win the cup. Yeah. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. The it's Celtics so the Bruins, painful. It's all they do. Yeah, exactly. It's That's what I'm saying. Do. Like, it's so fucking painful, dude. Like, like I like said, man, the like winning that I've had with the Patriots and the Red Sox, like there's been equal heartbreak. Right. With Celtics and Bruins like they've had a chance to be just as successful as the Patriots and the Red right. Sox. And they fucked it. Especially the Bruins, especially, especially the Bruins. <laughs> especially the Bruins. Yeah. They literally could have won like five cups this fucking last five. Yeah, so. dude, they literally could have won like five the last like five years. Yeah, I know. I know. It's ridiculous. They could have had. They could have had what the Patriots had, like in the two thousands. Like they could have started at the end of the twenty tens, won like one, two, maybe three titles, and then just kept it going at the end of the decade. Yeah. But no, 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 no. That's why I said, dude. Like, if the Bruins lose in the playoffs this year, which I honestly think at this point they're gonna make it. Goddamn truck going by my house. That hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> but if the Bruins make it to the playoffs this year and they lose, like, I'm just, I'm not even going to text you. Like, we'll talk about yeah. it, like, a couple days later, and I'll just be like, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm here yeah. if you need anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because it is brutal, I'll just man. Text like, back, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is brutal, though, dude. Like, people, like, I don't know, like, I have friends, you know, who are, like, I don't know, just fans of shit teams. And I was like, dude, like, you, I know that's painful, but it's so much more painful for, like, three years in a row to go to the playoffs, get somewhat deep in the playoffs, and then get knocked yeah, out. because if you just suck the whole season, you don't get invested. Yeah, and not only that, not only <laughs> is it more painful, it's also, like, infinitely more stressful. Like, yep. you just have a heart attack constantly for weeks until it's over and then and again, you just want to die be a shit team at the bottom of the barrel but me neither you have like you're like oh i have the fucking first overall pick right exactly or or it's like you know all right well you know we suck you get so whatever to the second round you're like i'm picking 24th how do i get better <laughs> yeah exactly it's brutal man it's such a brutal place to be but it could be worse could be a sabers fan the worst, or a canadians the fan worst place to be is a middle of the pack team in the NFL. Yeah, that's fucking true. Just going like six and ten. I guess that's six and fucking, eleven now. Yeah. Seven and nine. That's <laughs> fucking, fucking true. That's gotta be just the worst. Yeah, it just does. Every year being like, oh, we're putting it together. No, we're not. We fucking botched it in the playoffs again. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of the Bruins, you want to talk Bruins, about some hockey now? Willie O'Ree. Oh boy, I love me some Willie O'Ree, dude. Getting enshrined tonight. Yeah, what a what a great great human being. Oh yeah, number twenty two going to be in the rafters at the Garden as it should have been. Jackie Robinson of the NHL, Mister Willie O'Ree, fucking finally getting his due at the Garden. Love to see it. Yeah, I I, I do love Willie O'Ree. I'm a um I, I'm a stan. 
for sure. And he's left-handed. He's left-handed. MLB cover. Can we get a Willie O'Ree NHL Fucking for real, dude. Stop putting Austin Matthews with his dumbass mustache on the cover, Yeah, right, bro? Why do we get two Austin Matthews covers? I don't get one fucking Willie O'Ree cover. That's fucking racist. That's horse shit. EA Sports is racist. I'm saying it. Half a fucking mustache. Yeah, Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's stop. Kraken. Yeah. The Kraken. What about the Kraken do you want to talk about? Bertie, the Kraken have the Pirates of the Caribbean theme remix to play in between <laughs> fucking plays. Yeah, it's it's pretty solid. It's so good, dude. I was watching them play the Blackhawks the other day, and I like I was looking at my phone while they're like, you know, getting the setup for the face off or whatever. I'm looking down at my phone and I'm like, I like found myself like, what what is playing right now? Oh my god, it's the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean theme. What is going on here? I was fucking so here for it. Um I think the best music in in the league though is the fact that the Sharks play the Jaws theme when they're on a power yes. play. Yes. That's, that's fucking dope. Undefeated. I also have a shark sharks news here, so let's get to that. Timo. Oh, Timo. Yeah. Five fucking goals, dude. Yeah, it's pretty absurd. He's it, dropping his cock out on the ice like fucking here I am, five goals and a W. Fuck you, Kings. Is Fuck he, you, Meech, from is Timo Meyer. Is he the first person to do that this year? First person to do that this year, first person to do it in Sharks history. Yeah, because Meek has done it for the Rangers, but I didn't know if, if he's the first person to do that this year. I think he probably is because I don't remember another five-goal game from one player this year. Um, and it was nope. kind of in like a... St- like three of them were in like a stupidly short amount of time, right? They were. They were like bang, bang, bang. I think it was the second period. I can't. I, yeah, I remember getting the update, but I, I, I was paying attention to it because there's a fucking parlay I was following. Oh yeah, that was why I had the Kraken Blackhawks game on, which ended up going to a shootout where Flurry just was so gassed. He stopped like a million shots in overtime in the third period, and they got to shootouts, and he was just so burnt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never liked him that much in shootouts, though. Um, I think certain goalies are like they have the right technique for it, and then certain goalies don't. Like they'll drop their glove too early or five holes wide open, you know, shit like that. So he was leaving the corners open, like he come out too far, right? Yeah, and then like I said, he was too tired to like get. Back and like you should, you should come out pretty far at a certain point, but you gotta like walk it back, like. And when you're fucking, you know, when you're gassed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, that's that's a shame, but um, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, testing. Yes, the Test- testing updates. Testing. <laughs> nice. It was a cheesy joke, but I'm here for it. <laughs> um, yeah, there were some. I saw some weird stuff that was like basically, they're not gonna test fully vaccinated players unless they have symptoms. Yeah, right? asymptomatic asymptomatic players and staff are no longer going to be tested after the All-Star break. So how do you feel about this? Because I've gotten some kind of mixed opinions on Twitter about this, and some of it almost sounds like anti-vax stuff, but I kind of see where they're coming from. So I... So the other day, I heard from somebody... Well, I don't know, it was like somebody my mom knew, 
but they worked at Mass General Hospital and they had like whoever's in charge. I don't know what the actual position name right, is. Right. Whatever. Whoever's in charge grand had like some sort of fucking yeah, yeah the Grand Duke of Medicine. Right. <laughs> they fucking they had a meeting and they're saying that like all of the cases in Massachusetts right now is like ninety nine point whatever percent were Omicron. Mm-hmm. And that unlike any of the other strains the omicron doesn't live in your lungs it stays in your nose which i guess makes it i don't know i don't know if it was less no i mean look i know what you're getting at and the truth is um with with viruses and not all viruses play by this rule but i think we've actually talked about this before on the podcast they mutate to get weaker like a study yes. was done that showed yes. that if you got the flu today versus the flu 100 years ago and were untreated you are statistically way more likely to survive because it's simply a weaker virus right because it mutates every year the flu that's what viruses do they right mutate. to stay alive they ha- otherwise right, they kill they the host die out. right, right. So, and and you know again i'm no scientist but like yeah, that actually does kind of make sense to me. I mean, I had it, and it it basically felt like I had a sinus infection. Now, I right. could imagine for somebody who's 78 years old or immunocompromised, it's still probably pretty fucking That's what deadly. they said. So they were saying off of that, unless, uh, like, essentially in the next couple months, there's going to be a massive downtick. We're in the middle of, like, the highest surge. There's going to be, like, one more right. big surge in february i think it said like the first week mm-hmm. and then by march it's gonna be like a massive downtick uh gonna start going back to normal everyday life because it's gotten to the point where it's mutated where it's not as deadly it's not as contagious it's not as all of these things and like right. i said unless you are the apps like sick compromised immune system all of those things like you should be able to be fine so off of hearing that I'm not taking it as a hundred percent. It's just one thing I heard. Right. It's just like any other one thing I heard. Right. But once I hear that, like I kind of start to feel like things like this can start to happen. I mean, eventually yeah. we're going to have to start to get, to get back to some sort of normalcy in sports. Yeah. I mean, also, you know, like the other argument I saw that like kind of swung me a little bit was, you know, somebody saying like, look, you're not dealing with, you know, a bunch of 50 year old fat Americans who are out of shape and don't take care of yourself. You're dealing with young people who are at like the peak performance of a human body. Right. You know, barring some crazy accident, they're most likely going to be fine. So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, look, as far as I'm concerned, if the players sign off on this and they're okay with it, then it's not my place to say anything. Right. Right. Like it's just not. And right. You know, while I don't necessarily we're getting dangerously political here, but while I don't necessarily agree on the whole vaccination thing as a choice, whatever, we're not going to get into that. But at the end of the day, if the players say, hey, we feel safe playing under those conditions, that's their decision, not mine. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's one thing for me to say it because I'm reaping the benefits of now, you know getting to watch hockey. Exactly. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a topic that's up for debate and, and everyone's opinion, honestly, I respect, like, I don't think there's really a wrong way to think about it. So yeah. it's a complicated issue. Still at a wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Still at a wait and see. And that's how and it's going to stay for a bit, but the, yeah. 
the news I'm hearing is like typically typically it's been pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, and I know the NFL was actually talking about doing this like weeks ago. Right. They were, and like they cut down their like their t- the fucking isolation period. That's the word I was looking. Well, for. I mean, With like the NFL, it's five a, days or whatever. Yeah, with the NFL, it's a bit of a different story because it's like a fifth of an NHL season, you know. So. Yeah, and you also, but you also have double the players. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, like, when you have that few games, like one player missing one game is a much bigger deal in the NFL than it is in in the NHL. So, I understand why they're doing that. So, you want to talk about the hirings? Uh, yeah, just the one really. Ken Hughes. Yes, former former scout agent. Yeah, oh yeah, agent. Excuse me. Yeah, he's a former player agent hired yeah, as I, new GM of Canadians. Yeah. They've been just overhauling their roster. Or not I mean, dude, roster, they got to do something. They're actually the worst team in the league now. Yeah, the Coyotes beat them the other day. Yeah, Coyotes beat them. That was them. part of that parlay. It was the Coyotes over the Canadians, the Sharks over the Kings, and the Blackhawks over the Kraken. Which I love that like ESPN was trying to push that as like their game of the week. Dude, it was horrible. They played the fucking, like, they had national slots all goddamn day, and it was the worst teams in the league. But, like, here's the thing. Um, The Coyotes are two games ahead of the Canadians. If the Coyotes have two wins over you, yeesh, like, um, I get to hobbling, bitch. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, Get to Hobbling is going to be the name of the episode. Yeah, for real. Like, it's really, really bad. Um, I mean, I don't know. You got to change a lot of things at this point. That's what you get. They're going to blow it up. Honestly, I think there are some good players on that roster that both New York and Boston could pick up before the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what we can get from that team specifically before the trade deadline. That was, I was doing that in the crack in the Blackhawks game too. I was like, what defense can I poach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, there's, I mean, I don't know if the Bruins have the cap space or the trade capital to really go after Chikrin, but to me, that's the big defensive, you know, rental that you could get before the playoffs this year. Like you go get Chikrin. Yeah. Which you know I, like I hope the Rangers are going to do, but we'll see. I mean, I know it's not possible, but if the Rangers could get like Chikrin and Hurdle, bitch it's locked up. Like could get me Hurdle and Even if it was just for this yeah. year, like I don't give a fuck. Like just push it all in this year. Go all in on this season. Win the Stanley Cup. And then whatever happens next year, I'm fine with. Don't care. That's why I kind of want the Bruins to go get Klinberg because he's actually locked up. Right. But, I, I, you know, I'd have to check, do the whole, like, what do they call it? Um, What's that? Cap Friendly? That website? Yes. Yeah, I'd have to go yes. to Cap Friendly. Because I don't, I don't know too much about the Bruins contract management. I know that they, they have quite a bit of players a that lot can of people... recoup assets, like, hard for. Like, honestly, I think if the Bruins – had made a move like not this past season, but the season before they could be already halfway done with their rebuild, dude. Like yeah, I probably. really, really believe that because they have so much that they could move 
for so much assets. Like, obviously, you got to keep McAvoy, though. Got to keep McAvoy. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. You're absolutely right. You do. The top five player in the NHL. You no, to. yeah, you have to keep him. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you have to keep him. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing, like, I know we've done some meandering with contracts. Like Taylor Hall took a hometown discount for absolutely zero reason. Tuka Rask yeah. took a hometown discount. He's only getting a million dollars right now. But see, dude, like, I think with teams like ours, like Bruins and Rangers, it's you be you know you look at it a lot of players will do that because of who they are because of the legacy because right. of the city you're in you know it's not like you're the panthers and you're in fucking sunrise florida where nobody gives a shit you know what i mean <laughs> like you're in boston or you're in new york two of the best hockey towns in america that you could play in not to mention just two of the coolest cities you could live in you know what i mean right. so like i feel like players will just like <laughs> take the discount not only because of the team but it's also like i mean do i really want to go live in columbus and make two million more dollars a year not really you know what i mean like, <laughs> i'd rather just stay in boston or stay in new york and make 5.5 million a year instead of 7.5 you know and compete for a cup right exactly true yeah and compete for a cup but yeah i mean the trade deadline i think wasn't so interesting last year. I think might be interesting this year. I really do. It just depends on who's selling, you know, because we all know who's buying. It's just right. Who's who's gonna sell? Who's gonna man. blow her up? Yeah, I wish the Islanders would have done it. I'll tell you what, Thomas Hurdle's looking prettier and prettier every day. I know, man. I just like I really hope the Rangers go after Hurdle because I think the defense is not great, but it's solid enough. Like get another like top six forward, and like, uh, if I need a center with, I need a center with Pasternak and Taylor Hall. I, you know that's Dave, I, that's I what it was. David I was gonna bring Krejci something so much. up. I was gonna bring something up to you, and then I forgot what it was. Taylor Hall, I feel like is not really working out all that great, dude. They he's played so much better lately. So there is actually that's been the issue is Taylor Hall like wasn't producing, and a lot of it they kind of brought it down to his line mates. They broke up the perfection line, moved Pasternak to the second, and it's just been working out a whole lot better. Yeah, of course. Of course, because Pasternak's going to elevate the game of anyone he plays with. Right. So it's Pasternak and Hall, and then we're just lacking in the center position. But the, the team as a whole has been playing a lot better. Hall's looked better. Pasternak's well, looked yeah, better. Well, yeah, I mean, so now, the team playing that's why better I think as a whole move, is clear. Right. You know, you so now I think a move is imminent. Uh, yeah. Like we need a center and we need a defenseman. Which one happens? I think the center is honestly more likely. I think the defense is more needed, but we'll see what happens. You think so? I don't know. I, I do. See, I, I do, see. man. Mm. That yeah. back end of the defense is not good. Mike Riley was no, not no, 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 no. I agree with you. The defense is the move you need to make, but you said you think the center is more oh. likely. I yes. think I'd actually disagree with you. You think the defense is more likely? I think they make more of a defensive move. Well, it just dep- I don't know. It this is all speculation. It depends on what the front office is thinking. Are they going for a rental or are they going for a long-term solution? Because if they're we going for rentals. a rental, if you're going for a rental, anything's on the table. Anything's That's what on I'm the saying. table this season. If you're but if you're going for long-term solutions, I feel like defense is probably more likely. 
long-term solution for sure defense but that's why i think it's going to be a center because i think they're going to look for because like look at chikrin right now this is just my personal opinion i'm no expert i'm no insider but if you look at chikrin right if you're going to get a defenseman like chikrin i'd imagine arizona is probably not really looking for like defenseman for defenseman trade they're probably looking for a ford so you're gonna have to trade away a ford for him right so Mm -hmm. it just i don't know yeah i mean yeah that's true and people like the league is, I'm sorry, but the league is like way overhyping DeBrusque. Like yeah. DeBrusque is is not the player. Nope. That everyone he's not. He's, now he's not bad. He's not bad no. at all. He's definitely like middle of the pack, which is fine. But like he can be a second line forward, but I think he's a three. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He's a third liner for sure. He could slot in second line if you've got an injury that needs filling. But he's not a permanent second liner. But that's how they're treating him. It, it is. And so it's blowing it. my fucking mind. Yeah, of course. Of course you will. Yeah, it's a great place to be, having a league overvalue a fucking player or prospect. But, you know, whatever. Um, Last bit I wanted to talk about with yeah. hockey was this Ross Johnston hit, the suspension. Uh-huh. Did you see it? Yeah, of course. It was pretty brutal. Yeah. I mean, it was. De- I don't think it was intentional. But I don't think it was intentional either. I think it was just kind of where they were at. Yeah, but at the same time, you hit somebody in the head, you got to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to me, that should just be the rule. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, if if you hit somebody in the head and they're not, like, you know, it's different if the player's, like, crouching. Because then it is, like, clearly so incidental. But if the player's upright as fuck and you hit him in the head, you got to go, bro. Take your lick. Yeah. Like, that's just the way it's got to go. You got to protect people. I don't know if this is morbid on my part, but, like... It, like uh, earlier, we were, we were watching the Joe Burrow touchdown. You were watching the touchdown like right. 10 times looking at that call. Yeah. Like, I rewatched this hit like 15 times. Oh, so I did just, I. I literally watched it for like about, five minutes over and Yeah, over. dude. There's something about a dude just getting smashed off the boards in hockey that you're like, oh, God, it's so brutal. You can't, keep, you can't take your eyes off. It's a car wreck. Yeah. I mean, it was like that hit Jacob Trubo on what's his name on the Blackhawks yes. earlier this season. Like, you know, my brother was like, yeah, that was dope. And I was like, hold on. That guy might be that dead. That guy might be dead. Like, legitimately could be, like, dead or at least paralyzed. But I watched it, like, 500 times. Yeah, exactly. It's so brutal. Like, it's – and when they slow it down and you can just see the impact happen in, like, real time, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's brutal. <laughs> I don't really have – oh, I do have one thing I'd like to talk about with hockey. Um, I crushed a dude today on uh, NHL, NHL Online. Yeah crushed him now he did play as ottawa and like you know i i respect the the hustle but um <laughs> i beat him 15 to 2 oh no yeah so uh nuki five four six eight if you're out there i'm sorry bud get to hobbling bitch get to hobbling all right let's let's get out let's of get here get to hobbling I, I gotta fucking go get some groceries before this storm comes in um follow us on all the socials it's instagram twitter and twitch it's all stone sports pod as always you know like comment subscribe rate and review as well that would help and um, um, that uh, helps a lot we will be on ColorCast uh at 11 p.m on tuesdays so please check that out as well all right Dubs. somebody asked me to rate and review their podcast the other day and i held ours as hostage i was like i will rate and review your podcast after i have video and i said photo <laughs> evidence of a five-star review on my podcast <laughs> nice bro respect the hustle that's right <laughs> so uh yeah thanks for listening to this episode and um get to hobbling bitch